Welcome to another episode of the Nintendo Powercast. I'm your host, N64 Josh. This is NPC Live. And today's topic is going to be a fun one. We're going to be talking about the best and worst DLC from the big end from Nintendo. So I'm going to let people roll in here. And the reason that this conversation got started today, because... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge is getting DLC. And that gets me super stoked because that game, one, is incredible. And two, they're adding things to this game that have got me super excited. They, they've teased, or not teased, they've, they've said, um, Yosaki Yojimbo, I believe was his name. He's like a rabbit, is going to be in, in the game. And on their Twitter, they said character like they say characters and somebody was like does that mean more than one and they just replied with like a kind of a cheesy grin so that means we're getting more i would assume we're getting more than just just the one character so it gets me really excited and i'm like you know what i want to talk about some of the best and worst dlc you know we've got nintendo first party games of course that have had you know dlc some good some not so great there's there's third party games, some that even that didn't even make it to the switch. Like I, I, you almost can't talk about DLC without talking about like oblivion. Right. And the horse armor, you know, but I think another another talking point when it comes to when it comes to DLC that I, I, I mean, I'm seeing it all over Twitter right now is people talking about Diablo and how much they're charging for for stuff in game i've seen johnny bow talk about it quite a bit like it's like 25 dollars for a skin for a 75 dollar game that you cannot earn you can't earn what they uh what they're selling and that seems that seems a little bit that seems a little bit steep right i mean i get it it's business everybody they, they want to make money it puts out more content i get it but it's just dlc needs to be done done correctly i think so we're talking DLC today. Chat, I want to know from you guys, like, what is some of your favorite DLCs? What do you think are some of the poor ones? I've got Nintendo's, uh, I've got Nintendo's page opened up that has all their games with DLC. It's not all their games, but it's got it's got about 22 of them. So, and uh servant says, servant says right off the bat, microtransactions are here to stay. Would you rather have microtransactions or hundred dollar games? I mean, that's a good question. That's a good question. I kind of, I mean, I don't necessarily mind microtransactions. I play a lot of Fortnite. I will spend money in Fortnite because I think it's kind of fun collecting some of those. I almost feel like I'm collecting action figures when it comes to Fortnite. Their business model of scarcity, you know, it uh, it works. It works. No question. You got you got a short window of time to to buy the characters. So you don't want to, you don't want to skip them. So the, uh, Kyle over on TikTok says the trailer for Xenoblade three DLC looks completely insane. Yeah. I can't wait to jump in. Honestly, that, that game in particular, and we'll kind of kick off the conversation with Xenoblade. Xenoblade has not disappointed whatsoever when it comes to Z to DLC. So Xenoblade Chronicles 2, the Torna DLC, was basically an entirely different game, like an entirely new game. So 
completely worth checking out. In fact, although I have it digitally, it's still one of those one of those cases I want to have in my physical collection just because I'm I'm a pretty big fan of the Xenoblade series. But that I mean that knocked it out of the park. They continued that trend with Xenoblade 3. Like Kyle said the trailer looked completely insane, but the DLC was completely insane. Like we get to see characters that we have that that we have come to to know and love grown up and stay a part of the of of the series like my biggest struggle with with xenoblade right now is i've played two all the way through i've started to play one and i'm having a hard time engaging with it and i've started to play three but i kind of want to finish one. i almost i think what i need to do i'm declaring it right now you guys we are going to start having xenoblade days we're just gonna we're gonna start i may start fresh we're gonna start a playthrough of one we're gonna play it together and then then we're going to we're gonna do two and then we're going to do three and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna tackle the dlc we're just gonna have we're just gonna have some some xenoblade days because i want there's i love the series but i have to say i have to take the time to do it so we're going to do it. We're going to make it, make it a reality. And right now chat is on fire going back and forth about, uh, <laughs> going back and forth about microtransactions and stuff. So if you're just tuning in, you guys, we are talking DLC, some of the worst, some of the best and Xenoblade is up there on the list for some of the best DLC you can get in, in gaming period, period. Let's go through the let's go through the list. And again, if if you're just getting here, I mentioned at the at the top of the show, the the DLC announcement for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge is kind of what sparked this conversation. So we're gonna we're gonna dive into it. First up on on Nintendo's list, when you just go to their 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 featured tab, is you've got you've got Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Now I know this is kind of a little bit of a hot topic one, especially with like Crawler. Crawler will not purchase DLC for Pokemon because he cannot purchase it one time. He has to purchase it twice to have in each of the games. I get it. That can be frustrating, you know, because I have not played Scarlet. I, unless I like dive into Scarlet and I really want hundred percent everything in that game, I'm probably going to just stick with Violet and that's okay. I think the majority of the consumer out there, the consumers out there probably buying just one of the games. Maybe they're buying both, you know, I don't know, but I would say there's a lot of people that I know firsthand that are that that only own one one copy of the game and so i I get it they'll be able to just purchase the dlc for the game they own and they'll be good to go um servant says it made me um it made me excited for those who love xenoblade going back to the xenoblade conversation hoppin says i've never played a xeno game if you like rpgs they are essentially i would say they're you know if you guys have been following me for very long you know that uh Pokemon Yellow, probably my first JRPG that I that I played to completion, and uh, and only, and then Xenoblade Chronicles two, and I love 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 Xenoblade Chronicles because of two. It is so fantastic and so worth playing. So if uh, if you're an RPG fan, don't don't miss it. Okay. Now next on Nintendo's list here is Fire Emblem Engage. I haven't put the time in with it. But I haven't seen anything bad, and I know from from what I know about the DLC, they have brought some uh, they have brought some characters back, 
that uh that that people kind of know know and love so let me see if they can if i if i can just find the details here we go here's the expansion pass so wave one uh emblem character endelgard dimitri and claude emblem character uh tiki in-game support items in-game accessories and silver card so i think that was a i think it was a relatively decent uh decent wave now wave two in-game support items new in-game accessories that's i mean that's okay wave three additional emblem characters which i think characters are key when it comes to fire emblem so the more we see the better um and then four was the big one new story scenario new characters locations and maps and added class types so that's i mean that's that's significant so and uh servant says fire emblem engage <laughs> is wait for it fire oh my god the, the cheesy the cheesiness today cheesy would be proud you guys i do want to say what's up to everybody too we got servant hoffman car gaming aka kyle silver gun nate's here becca's here make sure i don't miss anybody we got some people hanging out over on on tiktok as well firestone what is going on welcome in we are talking nintendo's worst wet best and worst west <laughs> best and worst dlc so um ooh, nate nate hits a good one he says uh ultimate alliance 3 dlc was sweet top notch yes absolutely top notch i find it interesting you know nintendo has 23 games on here 22 games that showcase their dlc so they don't even have their complete list i don't understand why i don't get it but fire Emblem engage i think their dlc was done well i didn't i don't think there was many complaints about it um xenoblade chronicles 3 like we said you know chef's kiss mario kart 8 deluxe I think it's incredible DLC. I love it. Do I wish we weren't getting tour tracks that were in the real world? Yes. Personal preference. I wish they were all tied to the mushroom kingdom or better yet, you know, bring in Kirby, bring in, bring in Samus and let's start getting some tracks around those worlds as well. But it, it is what it is. We, we, we get these real, real world tracks and they're okay. They're not horrible. Some of them, they've gotten better. I the last wave I I I I didn't mind those tracks as much but just because I'm such a huge Nintendo fan for me the more we spend time in the Mushroom Kingdom the better that's just that's just my personal preference so but I think the fact that they have essentially doubled the amount of tracks this is a good way to do DLC and the price was good okay the price the price was good $25 doubling the size of the game I think it's great. You guys probably hear some jets right now. I do apologize about that. Uh, that you know, that's the the joys of recording in a in a home studio. Uh, overall, I think the value and and being part of the expansion pass also great. I think it's I think that uh, that that is fantastic. So uh, so Kyle Kyle says Breath of the Wild DLC is pretty hefty too. So I did see some complaints about Breath of the Wild DLC. And that was Nintendo essentially charged us for hard mode. And I could see that I could see that being a frustration for some people. But there was also more stuff to do, more uh, you know, more, more, more in-game items. Like th there was some meat and potatoes. But initially, like I think the initial the initial purchase got you like a like an in-game t-shirt that said Nintendo <laughs> Switch on it. And uh and and I think hard mode eventually came down the road. And like, you know, uh, what was it like 
the trials of the sword or whatever, or something along those lines. So, you know, kind of cool stuff. It's the actual story stuff that I feel like is the real meat and potatoes where the other stuff is kind of filler. And so I think that's kind of the, the fine line where like, yeah, we can, we can, we can do these multiple waves so that we can kind of drip feed into the games to keep them in the news cycle. But there's a fine line about making sure that you don't put like too little into those waves that like people are kind of like, why, why is this, uh, why, why isn't there more, why isn't there more to this, you know? And they're kind of like appetizers up until the main course, but you just want to make sure those appetizers are kind of like, uh, I don't know, cheese sticks instead of, uh, instead of like just plain chips with no salsa. I don't know. That's, that's, that's kind of where I'm at. Like, like, like give us something that we, that we can kind of sink our teeth into. Hoffman is asking the question, when are you playing tears of the king? I will have you guys know I hit a million rupees. I've beat the game. And, uh, as far as I'm concerned, I am, I have completed it 100%. <laughs> I'm only playing. I'm only playing. Um, I, I do plan on getting more into it. Don't, don't you worry. Uh, Nate says Splatoon two DLC. Wait for it. Splatoon three. So much shade, so much shade being thrown at, uh, at, at Splatoon. And I get it. Nintendo's loving to reuse those resources. Um, Just dance. You know, if you're a fan of the of the dancing games, it's just added added songs. So Hoffman says we need a spoiler uh, NPC of Tears of the Kingdom. All right, I will I will I will commit more time to Tears of the Kingdom today. Today I will play some more, and uh, we'll we'll get to that spoiler cast soon. Soon, maybe we'll do a couple long streams this weekend. Uh, maybe Sunday we'll do a long stream, just kind of going no lifing uh, tears of the kingdom for a while um so you got splatoon 3 dlc we don't really know what that is yet we know the initial offering again was like another area but there wasn't it was just literally a reskin so that's one of those ones that i'm kind of talking about where it's like is there enough is there enough to sink our teeth into with this like what like at that point don't even mention dlc and just have it be part of what when the main dlc comes out because you're you're almost kind of you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot like i know you want to sell these now so you can say like oh you're getting something but in the reality we're not getting anything when it comes to just a a a, a reskin of an of an a, a menu area essentially you know splatoon 2 dlc the octo expansion again that was a good one a lot of people loved that i had a good time with it i don't know that i played all the way through it but i did put some i did put some time into it and it was it was enjoyable. I, I I liked it, and I'm and I'm hopeful of the of the DLC with with Splatoon three as well. I think there's going to be I think there's going to be something something good there, and I like the way they're teasing it. Honestly, I think the way they tease the DLC for uh for Splatoon three that kind of just the 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 way they the the art design that they went with and um the music and kind of some uh, kind of just leaving us intrigued. I I think that was. I think I think that was well done. So I'm I, I'm excited to see what 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 comes of that and and uh, how well it's received also. So Super Smash Brothers Ultimate Th- chat. I want to hear from you guys on this one. We essentially paid for what was it twenty? Is it is it twenty five characters? Let's see. Let's open it up here. I'll get it. I'll get it exactly right. So we got we got the uh, well. If you got the game early, 
you were able to get the piranha plant. I think it's, a, I think there's a cost now scrolling down. Are they going to show, are they going to show me all the, uh, we can explore the official site. Okay. Well, let's head over there so we can, we can take a look. I just, I want to see all of the, uh, all yes, we accept all the cookies. Come on, come on, let's go. Let's go. Okay. So this is all the different blogs, but is there just, I just want to find like, maybe we'll just check out fighters. We'll see if they, if they break them down. Okay. So DLC fighters, we got, we got piranha plant, Joker, hero, banjo, Kazooie, Terry, Byleth, Min Min, Steve and Alex, Sephiroth, Mithra, Pyra, Kazuya, and Sora. Okay. So we're looking at, we're looking at 12, right? 12 total. Now I love smash. I've got hours of it, hours of time in smash. I played with crawler last night. We had some fun matches. Like he said a lot of swears. I might put the video up just because it was pretty, we had some good laughs. So the thing is when you think about the, the price we essentially paid for a, a second game with the cut for the, to buy 12 characters. You know, so that could be an issue with some people, right? It's like, and, and that doesn't include any of the, uh, any of the me fighters. There's a ton of, uh, a ton of stuff there too. So, and, oh, this is kind of interesting from Kyle it says half, half of the smash DLC was a miss. So many obscure characters. Nobody cares about interesting. Uh, you'll have to elaborate a little bit on that because I feel like they did a great job choosing choosing characters. Now, some of those characters in particular may not be may not be huge wins in the U.S., but I know they are in Japan. So I think there's I think I think when we think glo- when we look at it globally, I think there is a kind of a good mix there. But uh, but maybe yeah, personally, kind of kind of weird stuff. Not not you know, it didn't hit like it was hoping. And I know I mean, a lot of people wanted, wanted Waluigi. So, uh, Nate says, Kyle's onto something. I might be onto something. Some of those were very troll like interesting. Okay. Um, so again, I have no problem with, with what I paid for smash to get those extra characters. It's the, it's the price of admission. I'm I Mithra and Pyra were a uh, like no question. They also offered it in such a way that you could kind of do all the cart. If you don't want to spend all the money on all the fighter passes, you don't have to. You could literally buy the character you wanted for six bucks and you're good. You've got your character and you can you can start playing. So I do appreciate that because that at least gives people the option to maybe not drop the 60 bucks, but drop or I think it's like 50 after the, for the, for the, well, let's take a look. Actually. I want to make sure I get that pricing right. And not just, uh, not just, not just spit out a number, but I thought, I thought the, the, the pass was, um, let's take a look about DLC here takes us over. Yeah. So fighter pass one. Yeah. It's about, about 60, about dollars, 24, nine, uh, for fighter pass one and 29 99 for fighter pass volume two. So there's, you know, it's, it's a, it's a chunk of change for 12 characters. I get that. 
I, 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 I totally do. But I do, like I said, I like the fact that you could a la carte and just get the ones, get the ones that you want for, for six bucks and call it good. Now let's see, let's go back to games with DLC. We're looking at animal crossing animal crossing. I think was, was great DLC, not the DLC that I wanted personally, but I know how many people loved happy home designer and happy home paradise. I think knocked it out of the park for those people that were into that, um, into that aspect of the game for me personally, when it comes, when it comes to animal crossing, I just want, I want more Nintendo collectibles. I've been, I've been, I've been saying forever. I want some multiplayer like mini games. Give us reason to really get together on people's islands. I also think, I mean, they could kind of get a little crazy with DLC and I, I wish the animal crossing DLC gave us a shared Island, a shared Island that people could come and everybody could build it could be modified. It could be changed. It might be pure chaos and you might have to only have your best friends be allowed to build and have a house on it. But I think that would like, that would, that would change up everything and give it much more of a Minecraft feel where people jump in and, and truly play together. Because if you have people on your Island right now, you can't even build you. You're not allowed to, you're not allowed to like, like build and do that kind of stuff because I'm sure it has something to do with the save files or whatever the case may be. But if we could jump into one v- much larger island that we have to kind of, you know, terraform and 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 work together, and and get Nook involved, allow some of the new shop, some of the other shops. So this is the way my my mind is going now that I'm thinking about this. Give us a big island that we can work on together as a community, right? And maybe up to eight people could have a house. And then, or two, give us that cruise ship that I've been talking about forever, where we have, where we have like different mini games and, you know, I want to, I want to play a Mario pinball or a Zelda pinball or a Metroid pinball, Kirby pinball in animal crossing that I can set the high scores or you guys can come into my Island, set the high scores and we get to compete together. To me, that just sounds like a ton of fun. You know, Becca says it was fun but I wish there was more. And that's the thing with animal crossing is Nintendo has truly, you know, captured lightning in a bottle with this game and the community is just hungry for more. And I don't think we're done. I don't, my gut feeling with animal crossing is that we are not done yet. So, but Nate, Nate's out here saying, I think AC might be like, might be like Mario maker. That's interesting. Nintendo just forgot about Mario Maker and just uh, just just let it go. Hoffman saying AC is dead. Servant says Animal Crossing should be a live service game instead of DLC. There's our topic for tomorrow, you guys. We're going to dig into that. We are going to dig into what Animal Crossing could look like as a live service game. So I hope you're I hope you're ready. You can be part of the live show and get your uh, get your input in on that one, because I'm I'm curious to hear some thoughts on on what that would be like we can kind of break it down all all uh, ahead of time i'm going to break down some ideas so um joe says i got here right in time because they never gave us enough to begin with interesting i mean most a lot of people have 500 plus hours in animal crossing so to say that we didn't get enough or maybe it's just from the dlc maybe the dlc wasn't enough and that i could understand because the dlc for me was was you know, kind of, kind of lacking. Like it, it added some cool things. Don't get me wrong, 
but the majority of it being the the happy home paradise just not 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 a game loop that i'm like that i'm interested in playing so nate says it would take a lot for me to get back to uh, to ac not just busy work i get it yeah i get it so joe says including me 1200 hours but they cut out so many great aspects from the animal crossing series this might be a topic for friday's show why does nintendo keep cutting so much from their games when they should be adding to that that's going to be our topic for friday that is going to be our topic for friday why 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 are why are sequels coming out with less with less content than uh than what were in their predecessors you know animal crossing new leaf versus horizons mario golf uh world tour versus mario golf super rush it's a it's a good it's a good conversation to have and kind of and kind of dig into that so next up on the list we got monster hunter rise there this is to me monster hunter is the way to do dlc launch a game and then the next year have the game have a DLC that's essentially a sequel, right? Have enough, enough content that it feels like you're playing a second game or at least maybe, maybe two thirds of a second game. Right. Um, Becca says, isn't animal crossing one of Nintendo's biggest games? Um, but they, they do nothing, but they do nothing with it. That is, uh, that is, that is, that is why I still think there is a chance we see more animal crossing DLC because of how much it has sold. And because their Twitter does not stop. Isabel is still tweeting about things that are like, who, like why at this point, why? And I think it's just to keep that, uh, to keep stoking that animal crossing fire and let us know that they, they haven't gone anywhere just yet. You know, when they abandon things like, Mar- like Mario maker, that's it. Like, here's the final DLC Peace, You know, we're out. So, Ooh, there's a hot take from servant that says animal crossing was only big because of lockdown. I, I, I can't agree with that. I will say it was bigger because of lockdown, but animal crossing had, uh, has, it had a pretty decent following going into, uh, going into, to new horizon. And so, there was there was quite a bit of hype prior and that and then you know then the game got delayed and uh no question that the lockdown helped it no question there because everybody needed something to do and uh it was fun being in ac and watching people get married and hang out with friends crazy but uh it, it, they need more we need more no question So, uh, again, monster hunter quick note, guys, it is on sale right now. It's 50% off. Uh, Capcom's got, got an event coming up soon. There's, uh, they've, the, the sale ends in 18 days. So, and the final, the, we're going to talk about in the news segment, but the final, uh, the, the, the final part of the current DLC also launching may have launched today. 
I, I'm not sure. We might find out about another Monster Hunter Rise DLC for all we know. And I think this is the way to do it. It's almost like a Destiny approach, kind of like a live service game in a way where it's like you buy the base game and then you just keep getting DLCs to uh, to keep you in the game up until they need to like really up upgrade everything. So um, Hoffman says Animal Crossing New Horizon is the greatest Switch game. 3K plus hours of content. There you go. Uh, Nate says, I definitely don't think it would be right behind Mario Kart if not for lockdown. And that might be the case. That might be the case. I mean, the switches were selling, were flying off the shelves because everybody wanted to, wanted to play, wanted to play AC. Uh, Cuphead, don't deal with the devil. Great, great DLC pack as well. Like knocks it out of the park. I'm a fan. Uh, Lego Star Wars is interesting. Also on sale right now, you guys, if you want to pick it up, it's $23.99 digitally on Switch. Uh, but they, this, this, Lego Star Wars has a lot of DLC. Like, I'll open it up here. We can take a look. It is. Uh, it, it, has, it has quite a bit of DLC. Hopefully, they'll show us. Yeah, here we go. So, like, you can get the Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga Character Collection 1 and 2. Lego Star Wars Skywalker Collection uh, uh, 2 and then 1. You know, and then uh, Lego Star Wars, uh, Skywalker Saga, summer, um, like a summer pack. It's got Finn, summer vacation. That's right. It's got Finn chilling out on the beach. Like you got a Clone Wars pack, a Kenobi pack, a Rebels pack, another Rebel or a Boba Fett pack, an Andor pack, Mandalorian solo, a classic character pack, Rogue One, Bad Batch, Mandalorian. Uh, trooper character pack, you know, and then of course they can be bundled. There is some free ones. And so, you know, my recommendation, if you're, if you're a big Lego star Wars fan, just pick up the uh, pick up, pick up the collections instead of, instead of going individually, it's about $3 per character. Uh, but, but again, like they're adding stuff that I'm like, oh, I kind of don't want to miss out on that. I think I ended up buying on Xbox. I think I bought one of the, uh, uh, one of the bigger, one of the bigger bundles, one of the bigger deluxe bundles or whatever, just so that I would have all that stuff included and have all, you know, all, all of the game, uh, Shimagami Tensei digital deluxe edition. That's the, that's the version I got. And I, we'll take a look here. It's 84. Oh, we got to enter. We got to enter my, my, my birthday. No, thanks. I'm good. So, uh, but from my understanding, not, not a terrible DLC. I haven't, uh, I haven't jumped in. I need to, um, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. I can tell you right now, there was not m enough in that game to make me want to jump back in. You know, it did not, it didn't make the, the DLC did not seem like it was quite worth it. It seemed like there was a bunch of small, like, um, like kind of drip that was there was drip feeding us stuff that wasn't, that wasn't great. So we got some more people showing up. I see Army Life. What's going on? Good to see you. Um, Nate says, as long as the base game is beefy, I don't mind service type, but not a um, not bare bones uh, purchase and then adding stuff to become a game. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm right there with you. Like, you know, and like like for late like Lego, for instance, they're just kind of adding some characters. So it's like it doesn't you don't necessarily need it. There might be, there might be some, some levels or something tied to it, but for the most part, you're just kind of playing with some characters that you might like. And, uh, and it's not a super high cost of entry if you want to get those. Um, th but the Hyrule warrior stuff, 
like I'll open it up and take a look at it. But if I remember correctly, I didn't, I didn't even purchase it. And I typically would get stuff like this. I just, I just wasn't all that impressed with the, uh, with, with what it offered here. So the, uh, it had two waves, you know, and the first one says Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity expansion pass kicks off in June with an expanded roster, newly added weapon types and challenging enemies. Stop by the Royal Ancient Tech Lab and test yourself with new challenges to unlock the weapons and new helpful features. Then dominate the battlefield as the new playable battle-tested guardian or try out the added weapon types. Um, The flail for Link and Master Cycle for Zelda. These combat styles will come in handy with the new apocalyptic difficulty against added... So, again, there's not... To me, that first wave, doing nothing. They're not pushing the story along. They're not, they're not adding to the story. They're just kind of throwing some weapons in there and then, and then adding a hard mode. That to me seems a little bit on the thin side personally, right? Wave two guardian of uh, remembrance says in October, the second wave of Hyrule warriors, age of calamity expansion pack content arrives with newly playable character duo, additional stages and emotional new story sequences. So there's where the meat and potatoes is. That's, that's where, that's where I would, you know, be more likely to jump into this, but it's when they do these waves, it's always interesting to me that the first wave might be so weak. It'll in, in my case, it, it turned me off from wanting to even mess with it. So, um, so that, you know, and then the, the thing that was also kind of a bummer when it come to, came to this game in particular with, with, with Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity is that it's not canon. It, it has, it has been, it is, they've said it's not, it's not canon. So it's just kind of this, this legend of, of what we thought was going to be a prequel or at least have some, some story elements for breath of the wild that they've since said that it's not, it's not canon. So kind of, kind of a bummer. Um, Legend of Zelda breath of the wild. We talked about that one early on in the show and, uh, how it, uh, you know, some people are like, again, they're charging for hard mode, kind of a weird thing to charge for, like to, you know, try to pad the value. We're going to add a more, like add the difficulty. I find it a little bit strange. Uh, Pokemon sword and shield DLC. I had a good time. I, I did pick up both of them for uh, both games, even though I only played sword and I, I, I had a good time with it. My, my favorite Pokemon Kung Fu Panda, AKA Urshifu. I think he's great. I think he's fantastic. And uh, I'm, like I, I hadn't, I have no, no regrets picking that one up. So, um, Nate says shredders revenge is real DLC, LOL characters, levels, modes already, already in, uh, top of already on top of a complete product. Um, make it worth our money. Yes, this, this exactly this. And so you've got, um, Toad's treasure tracker, which I believe has a very inexpensive DLC fitness boxing. Again, it's probably just going to kind of add more songs and things like that, but let's talk Luigi's mansion three. That is DLC that I say, go and get, go and pick it up. It is a, it is a, it is a fantastic DLC. If the caveat is this, if you have people to play it with probably some of the, the best time playing multiplayer on switch luigi's mansion it is it is top notch the problem is the best parts of that game are only offline and that's what's kind of a bummer so i got a quick question from army life says thoughts on tears of the kingdom so far so good i'm really really enjoying it 
So, uh, and Hoffman said over on YouTube, I'm pretty sure Hyrule Warriors had cannons in it. That's not that I'm wow. Wow. So, so yeah, Luigi's mansion. And again, it's not an expensive DLC. We can take a quick peek at it, but it's not, it wasn't a very pricey, uh, DLC. I think it's three different multiplayer packs for, uh, for $9. Yeah. So mission pack three, I thought there was, I, I, I thought there was more than just the one. I thought it came out in a few different waves. Yeah. So the multiplayer pack, let's see buy DLC. Where does it take us? And it looks like, yeah, so it is just the, it's one and two for nine ninety nine. So in my opinion, especially if you have people to play the game with, it is, it is absolutely worth it. It, because it's just so much fun. I never would have thought that the game mechanics of Luigi's mansion would be something that would make for great multiplayer, but it absolutely does. It, it knocks it out of the park. So, um, cadence of Hyrule. I, I I have not touched that DLC. We talked Xenoblade Chronicles. Like it's definitely worth picking up. You know, Fire Emblem Warriors on the list as well. Not something I have I have experience with, but uh, for the most part, the majority of the time, I feel confident in the DLC that Nintendo is putting out. That it is that it is worth um, worth the value, and uh, that it that it's you know it's worth it's worth picking up and and adding to the games that we that we know and love and in i think in a lot of cases there's the the frust there's more frustration in the fact that we don't get enough we, we like they i would say some of the weaker dlcs are from the sports titles now granted they're free but was there should they've been there to begin with and i would gladly pay to, to make those games, to add more to those games. If there's enough in the base game, right? We talked, we've talked about strikers at length on this show. Like that was one that's like, it just, it just kind of lacked in the overall content department, right? Super rush. They added some modes, but they didn't, they took away some that weren't there. It said, you know, we saw from the get go with super rush that there was going to be in-app purchases, not a one nothing and the amount of content in the ds game versus what was in the switch game kind of mind-blowing so we're gonna we're gonna talk about it we'll get we'll get into that next uh probably on friday that'll be our that'll be our conversation but i uh i think overall i would say nintendo does a pretty good job with dlc chat you guys let me know are there any that really you know like crawler does not he won't touch the pokemon dlc are there any that come to mind i know that uh you know, I've got a couple, I've got a list here. You got Mario plus rabbits kingdom battle. Fantastic DLC, right? Um, you've got Starlink battle for Atlas DLC. Now, some, some people will say that that was not very well received. I pulled up, uh, I pulled up some info on it here and it says the, uh, um, where's it at? I know, I know I have it right here that it, it wasn't, it wasn't super well received because of here we go. The worst DLC. Okay, here we go. So DLC for Starlink battle for Atlas was less well received due to its lack of substantial content. Um, also the DLC for among us, the airship was mentioned as being somewhat disappointing because um, it didn't, it didn't add much to the game. So there are a few um, there, there, there are a few that have kind of, 
that have kind of fallen short, right? No, no question there. Uh, but I do think, I do think it is really worth noting Mario plus Rabbids, um, Kingdom Battle, the, the Donkey Kong DLC was really good. And the, the trailers for some of these things also, also really good. So sometimes it's a hit, sometimes it's a hit, sometimes it's a miss. For the most part, I would say Nintendo has been doing a pretty good job, but of course pick up, you know, those games that have so many games. So like the, the numbers are high animal crossing smash, keep the support going, keep the support going. Nate says doom eternal had great DLC, but Nintendo wise, the sports titles were just, uh, were just making a complete game. And that's, you know, that's kind of hitting, hitting the nail on the head right there, unfortunately. So. Well, that is going to do it, guys, for this episode of NPC Live. Thank you so much for hanging out. If you guys are listening on Apple uh, or Spotify, you can get ad-free versions of the episode by subscribing. And we are going to be recording an episode of the Pokey News Now podcast um, right after this. So that'll be up on your uh, podcast players uh, later today as well. And uh, I just want to say thanks for being here with me live. I will see you all tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. for uh, the next episode of NPC Live. Much love, everybody. See you later.